1: Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him to the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, have you demanded a trade yet, a la Julio Jones?
0: Well, uh, I'll tell you what. I, I was on the phone with somebody earlier, and it turns out right <laughs> before they hung up, they let me know that I was apparently on the air in front of millions of people. so uh, i don't I'm not exactly sure what I said while I was on air.
1: I cannot comment on that because we happen to share the same agent. so Don't, don't, <laughs> don't want to say anything <laughs> 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 Detor. Mm. Uh, um, mm-hmm. yeah, we should we should talk about this Julio Jones thing because, uh, sounds like julio jones wants to be traded there there was a uh a picture of him what just a couple days ago wearing a cowboy sweatshirt and then on this uh tv program he says no i don't want to go to dallas just general thoughts in this whole julio saga right now
0: i mean it's funny it's you know look i mean if you're a cowboys fan you've dealt with something like this long enough <laughs> you know enough times that you've seen this you seen this this uh this film play out before? Yeah, I, I, I it sounds like Julio was in town, um, working out with Cooper. Um, and you know, not surprising, two Alabama guys working out together. Uh, and he had a cowboy sweatshirt on. You know, I think I know. I think we know how that is.
1: Well, and then I, I also, well, really quickly, he was not working out at the star. I know there's some reports yeah, of that because yeah. he's not allowed to. Yeah. Now, exactly. In a certain quarterback's backyard, that's totally legal, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and,
0: and, and that's what it sounds like was happening. Right. And, mm-hmm. and so that, and then, uh, this morning, uh, uh, they Colin him coward and, 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 uh, Shannon Sharp. Skip Bayless. Uh, Sorry, Skip Bayless. But it Skip really Bayless. Uh, uh, yeah. He does <laughs> six, six one half dozen the other to me. I don't want to watch. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I got the Shannon Sharp part right. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. Shannon, Shannon was actually – and I I, I guess I, I did miss the front part of this. Did Shannon call him or did Julio call him back? No, no. Shannon called him on live so, TV. So Shannon called him on live TV. So basically, who, I don't think Julio knew. I don't think Julio. Yeah, knew that's that he was on TV. that's the thing that's really fascinating is that it it does seem like there wasn't any kind of indication from Shannon like it, it, that he they were on air until like right before they hung up. Right, like yeah. Oh, by the way, we're on air. I'll see you later. Boom, like hung up the phone. Like so yeah i mean I, I i guess we need to talk about the comments basically you know uh shannon implying that uh asking if he wanted to go to the cowboys obviously because of the sweatshirt uh that had happened yes picture that had happened yesterday uh uh shannon uh, uh julio making it clear that that wasn't in the cards yeah, and that no, he no. wasn't interested uh, and then shannon obviously taking some digs at the Cowboys. Um, uh, I mean, we could talk about the Peter sure. King aspect of that in a little bit, but, uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's you know I, my my thought process is, you know, and I, I just tweeted this out. It's like the the Bane meme, right? Like you were you were born, you were you were you got used to the darkness. We were born and bred in this, and like kind of media nonsense that's getting that flies towards the Cowboys constantly. And, and this is just one of those things where. Uh, You know, there's a player who is unhappy with his current situation. He's likely going to get traded, or at least there's lots of conversation about him being traded. Of course, the Cowboys are going to be included. Of course they are, because uh, whenever you include the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, in, in any kind of conversation around any player, uh, it's guaranteed to give your uh, views on whatever platform you're on sure, uh, a sure. huge boost. So I, I'm assuming that that's all there is. There's not a ton of room at the end. There's not a ton of money in the for the Cowboys to do something like this. I don't even think there's a ton of interest, honestly. Uh, but it's it's fodder for a uh, a Monday where there's not a ton of other football news going on.
1: I, I imagine that he will get dealt assuming after this June first deadline where it just makes it nope. a little easier to trade him. i I did propose to trade Landon on Twitter just to see like what people thought like. Yeah, if the Cowboys wanted to like flip an expiring wide receiver asset and Michael Gallup who could help Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley right away. I think that makes sense. I don't know if Atlanta would say yes because my guess is they yeah. want draft picks. They want draft picks because they want to probably build for the future, right? Maybe if it's getting their next quarterback. Do they? But I have, like, I have no what is idea going on
0: with Atlanta. I mean, like that's 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 the other interesting part about this whole story is what the heck is going on with Atlanta? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it doesn't. I would be really frustrated as an Atlanta fan right now would, looking at be this afraid. because because it's like. OK, are we are we loading up for this year for one more year of Matt Ryan or are we are we trying to like build for for uh, the future? Why don't yep. it feel like that? Why does it feel like they're kind of straddling the line between both? It's it's, it's I, would be I, frustrated.
1: I I don't understand. I, I don't know what the, the plan is. And that's I think, again, according to Adam mm-hmm. Schefter. It was Julio Jones that actually asked for a trade a couple of months yeah. ago. This isn't the Falcons wanting to That's move them. I I I think they got in a tough spot. They know that they're somewhat transitioning to a different offense with new head coach Arthur Smith. I don't know, but um in my hypothetical trade lane and uh 54 was going to atlanta he he would look very nice in black and red to save the cowboys <laughs> some cap space but um
0: we are <laughs> we are literally... trying to solve cow- cowboys problems at this point you're not, yeah, you're I, I not mean, helping sure. the falcons at all you're just, no, no, you're just no, no. solving I mean, Cowboys problems. <laughs> yeah, mean no, no, it's not um just
1: gut call where do you think julio ends uh, ends up
0: san francisco I mean See, I, that's my I guess as well, right? I don't like it, but go back with probably. Kyle
1: Shanahan. Go to an offense that uses a ton of play action and crossing routes. That does feel likely. I saw a report that they would like to not trade him to an NFC team. So good. Maybe maybe the Colts, maybe the Chargers, John Gruden, you never know with the Raiders. Who knows? But uh those those would be the teams that I think are very likely for Julio. Um I think we should start talking about some actual Cowboys news, Landon. What do you think? Let's, let's do it. Let's do all it. Yeah. L- let's do that. But before we do that, I want to take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Bilt Bar, the absolute best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate, amazing flavors, and just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN15 and you'll get 15% off your next box at Built Bar.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
1: All right, uh, Landon, the Cowboys held a workout for Brett Hunley on Friday, according to a couple different people, including Michael Galkin. The workout went extremely well. He threw the ball well in the, in the session that they had. But it doesn't appear the Cowboys are going to sign him anytime soon. Um, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Uh, well, I mean, I guess what, what's going on now is that they they kind of are going to give some of these guys, uh, uh, you know, like the Garrett Gilberts, the Cooper Rushes, maybe they're going to give them an opportunity, DiNucci as well. They're going to give they them should. an opportunity to kind of see what they've got in training camp at least early on. Um, and, you know, I, I think – They they probably feel good about Hunley's knowledge of of McCarthy's offense and I mean I think kind of catching up to what Kellen Moore does inside of that shouldn't be too difficult. Uh, You know it it could be just that they're waiting to to you know give these younger guys a little bit more opportunity in OTAs and training camp and to see what they've got before they decide to kind of commit to uh, a a Hunley. Um, you know, just Which is smart. You think
1: I think it's yeah. smart, right? Because you, you don't need Hundley to take a lot of reps. He already knows his offense. I would rather see Garrett Gilbert get all of these OTA snaps because he's already under contract and played well last year.
0: And it's cheaper. You know, it's I mean, cheaper. like if ultimately, if you can get by, if you think that Garrett Gilbert is good enough to get by with this season, um, then you know that's just that m- the little money that you don't have to spend on a on a Brett Hundley. So. Um, I, I think that you know they're they're looking to save money wherever they can at this point. Uh, in a backup quarterback situation, you know the the there's there's a pretty penny to save between a kind of unproven Garrett Gilbert if you think he can step up to that versus a guy like Brett Hundley who's been a backup you know for multiple years and is probably going to command a little bit more money. So uh, I would imagine that they're going to give these guys and it's going to be like that on, on a lot of different fronts. I imagine with tra- mm-hmm. training camp at OTA, they're going to give these young guys a chance to to, to do it and to fail. Uh, and if they do fail, then, you know, we have, if we have to replace them with veterans, they'll yes. spend the money, but they'd rather have the cheaper option, the younger option that can develop and, and grow into the role as opposed to having to pay for a proven commodity, especially in a position that, you know, it is literally a backup and, and, you know, you're hoping to they never even see the field.
1: I wouldn't even be surprised if they're doing something similar at like defensive tackle, right? Cause there's yeah. guys out there between, Gerald McCoy, uh, I believe Geno Atkins is still a free agent, Sheldon Richardson, K1 Short. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys have interest in one of those four guys, but it really makes no sense to sign them now, right? Like, right. Let them get healthy. Give them the summer off. Let's see what DeVille Gallimore looks like. Let's see how Tristan Hill's rehab is coming. And if we feel like we need that guy, maybe even after week one, once the salaries aren't guaranteed – then we can bring him, bring him in. Yeah. To go back to the quarterback part of this, I just think the Cowboys are updating their emergency contact list, right? Yeah. Like yeah. They, they brought in Jeff Driscoll. Was that two weeks ago? Three weeks ago?
0: Two weeks, Whatever. Think, yeah.
1: Two weeks ago, brought in Brett Hundley. And I even feel like JT Barrett, who they had at Ricky Mini camps, was sort of the same way. Uh, you know, bring him in, let him throw around a little bit. Hey, we're not going to sign you now, but don't be surprised if we call you down the road. I just think that's what smart teams do at this point in time. So there's no, there's just no reason to sign these guys. They're, they're not playing a game this week. They don't need them.
0: Yeah, no one, no one under the age of thirty is going to know this reference, but uh, they're updating their Rolodexes, right? They, they're uh, they're making sure yeah. they have these guys' uh, phone numbers, their information. They want to have an idea of what they look like uh, working out. They'll put them through their own workouts so they can throw. <clears throat> make throws that would that they would be making uh, if yeah. they were playing yep. in the Cowboys offense and then they said okay great we, we've got you on file uh, if we need you we'll call you and then they basically have that guy on file it's and and, and so you know if midweek uh, Garrett Gilbert or someone gets hurt, uh, they don't need to bring a guy in for a workout mm-hmm. in, in in a short amount of time. You 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 have an idea who this guy is. You just bring him in, sign him, and and he could be uh, in practice the next day. Again, I'm going to keep harping on this, but there's a lot of value
1: to these teams that are cash strapped, they're you know cap space tight, where don't have him on your roster in week one, but immediately sign him after week one because now they're not their salaries yep. aren't guaranteed for a whole season, and players like Jeff Driscoll and Brett Hundley, while they have never been. Long term starters, they've been in the league long enough where they're the, the vet minimum salary is significantly higher than what a Garrett Gilbert or a Ben DiNucci or a Cooper Rush is. So there's there's really a lot of value in waiting. And hey, if we need a guy after week one, we can pick him up and pay him week by week. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to sign that guy right now
0: the the real thing again and, and we're going to harp on this in a lot of different ways but the key thing to remember is that you're not making your 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 game day 53 man roster right now no you're not doing not. that until september so a lot of these roster moves a lot of these tire kickings uh, it's it's all just conjecture until it's time to actually cut down folks Correct. and acquire talent to play football games. So uh, there's nothing to get too worked up about uh, them not signing or this them signing this. Let's wait until it's actual time to start playing football games. I, I agree. I think that that first day of the regular season is a – Uh, is a is a huge line of demarcation for a lot of teams yep so and and not just in a i'm gonna sign you now way but also in i'm gonna cut you now sort of way so there's gonna be a lot of roster movement still left to be done on the other side of training camp a lot of veterans that'll get signed to to, to teams like the cowboys so uh let's 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 hold our water on exactly you know deciding on whether this is the actual unit that will end up playing football for the cowboys on sundays because there's still a lot of moves left to be done
1: all right, Lena, we're going to talk about my favorite thing in the world in just a second, power rankings from people uh. in the media. Uh, but before we do that, I want to tell you guys about rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts to customers online for over 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts, motor oil, and even new carpet, whether it's for your classic or your daily driver. Get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today.
2: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
1: All right, Landon. This is going to be so much fun. So today, Peter King uh, had his first power rankings of the year out, and it, it was fun. Uh, let's let's go through the NFC East, Landon, because it's 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 absolutely incredible. At number fifteen was the Washington Football Team, the division winner from last year. Uh, then the New York Giants were at twenty. In your Dallas Cowboys at number twenty-one. So, first and foremost, what are you, what are your thoughts on
0: the Cowboys coming in at twenty-one in this power rankings? Well, first and foremost, why, why are they just my Dallas Cowboys when they're ranked twenty-first on Peter King's power rankings? Are, are they not still our Cowboys? Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. I was going to say, when you started saying this is your favorite thing, I assumed we were going to start talking about Pittsburgh Steelers football is what, is, is what was going to go on.
1: No, they so. were at 19, so don't worry. We're all in oh, oh all Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> you know, first of all, power rankings this early are ridiculous. Um, and, and Peter King knows that, but he's been doing it every single year for 75 years, however long Peter King's been writing about football. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, so – I, I'm not going to get too mad about it, but, I mean, this is just – the the Cowboys' ranking is about as ridiculous as power rankings pre-training camp football. Like, it's uh, – the Cowboys being 21st, um, you know, I, I, obviously I strongly disagree, Peter. I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, do you think I, they're closer I, to I, 10 or do you think they're closer to 20? I think they're closer to 10 than they are to 20 for sure. I, I would agree. Uh, you know, I just – it's it's an offensive league. They're going to have one of the best offenses in of football. I mean, well, I, Peter I,
1: King even acknowledges that. He said the best player in the NFC East returns this year, in Dak Prescott. It seems like that should be enough to boost you ahead of some of the other teams. plus quarterback, <laughs> you say? Wow! And, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Like I, I just, I, I, you know, I obviously a lot of this is also for clicks too. So I, I'm not going to get too worked up about it because again, it's not. it's it's a silly exercise to begin with because we don't even know what these teams are going to look like yeah yeah uh and and so i i I say that it's it's it doesn't have a ton of value and i I think it's probably designed to get people worked up and talking about it on a monday morning when there's not a lot to talk about so on a podcast uh,
1: such as this yeah exactly so here (laughs) we are
0: uh you know look i think the cowboys offense is going to be one of the best in the league i think it's going to be top five top three you know, it could be the best offense in football. That's I think it's it's not outside their own possibility with the talent that this guy this group has. We don't know what the defense is. The defense is, is a large unknown. Um, I, I think you could say that it's going to be terrible, but and I could say that it's going to be good, and I think that we are equally as knowledgeable of how it's going to turn out, so it doesn't really matter, right? Well, like, okay,
1: well, okay, so just really quickly, this is an aside. So one of the reasons why Peter King loves Washington is and the Giants is he believes both of those teams are going to have great defenses this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the problem with that, Layden, is I don't want to say defenses don't matter because that's a
0: little—that's a little oh strong. Oh my God, we are creeping ever so closer. I, I forgot to go to GoDaddy and get players don't matter, but we are increasing so close. But your defense
1: is really only as good as the offenses that you're going against every week. And the, more specifically, the quarterbacks
0: that you play every week, right? Like, Well, and, and good defenses are incredibly difficult to uh, sustain year oh, to year. Oh, well – Incredibly. It,
1: and there's and there's so many different reasons why, right? Like we can look at it just from your strength of schedule, right? If you play a top quarterback every week, I got a feeling you're, you're, you're not going to only give up 19, 20 points a game. Like you're going to give up a bunch of points. And then on top of that, Landon – a defense has 11 starters, obviously, and then you have five, six other guys that rotate in. Well, injuries can be absolutely devastating on that side of the ball, right? Like we saw it last year at corner, right? The mm-hmm. Cowboys lost three corners early on in the season, and it doesn't matter how good the rest of your defense is. Your defense is really only as good as the weakest spot, right? Because yep. if you're weak at corners – okay, we're just going to attack those corners over and over and over. There's really not a lot you can do about it. It's why every year we see so much turnover at the top when it comes to defenses, even, even the really good defenses, like the Pittsburgh Steelers, which second time they got mentioned in the show were horrendous in 2017 and 2018, the personnel didn't change in 2019 and 2020 just the to strengthen schedule got easier. Right. And they stayed a little bit healthier. That's just the way defense is in the NFL it's you're you're going to be way more consistent year to year if you have a top offense rather than a top defense.
0: Yeah, and uh you know, I think even with as good a defense as we expect Washington to be, uh they still don't have a quarterback. <laughs> they still have, I mean Fitz FitzPatrick is still FitzPatrick, he's not going to be uh, uh a consistent enough player i mean no. I, I don't think that i'm speaking out of turn he's been in the league for however long he's been in the league he's the same guy so uh yeah i think he'll he'll lead them to some victories here and there because that's what he does mm-hmm. um, but he's not enough of a bus driver to keep washington's defense out of trouble and they will get overexposed at some point point. and as far as new york goes I mean, that's just The defense so, just isn't as good, it's right? Just it's just a, just a lesser version of Washington. The defense is not that good, and and it's the offense is terrible. The offense is worse than our defense. I maybe. mean, I know they've got big <laughs>
1: names on offense, right? Like if you look at the depth – this is the problem, right? Teams look at depth charts at the beginning of a year, and that, that's how we power rank stuff. Like, hey, they've got Saquon Barkley and Kenny Galladay and Evan Ingram was a pro bowler last year. Now they have Kyle Rudolph, who is a pro bowler. This offense should be really, really good but then you remember Jason Garrett's coaching the offense and they still have Daniel in, Jones at quarterback Jones it's like quarterback. it's like okay it, it doesn't matter right
0: yeah they oh they got Kadarius Tony well i can't wait to see what Garrett does with Kadarius Tony okay, it'll be really uh, fun
1: on those three ghost jet sweeps a game
0: yeah it's just so i just don't know that like i have a hard time you know taking that stuff seriously because a anyone seriously doing this would not be putting out a power ranking i mean again K- peter king is doing work that's his job but uh, anybody who's doing this seriously wouldn't be doing this now so uh, it's hard for me to take the results seriously especially again like the the methodology there it, it i get the methodology is about as sound as uh you know doing a power rankings pre-training camp it's it's it doesn't really make a ton of sense
1: luckily these power rankings don't decide who actually wins the games or not so you can, oh, yeah. you can rest easy it's, it's not a big deal it's fun to read them uh, but don't put any stock in them. Uh, that's it. I just I, I just like debating these because they're
0: fun yeah. and I know how much I mean, it irritates you, know, it's, you. It's something to talk about for sure. But yeah, it is. You know, it's just designed to get people irritated. Specifically me, I think. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, it's something to talk about on a, on a Monday in late May. It's absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, busy week of shows. We got Twitter Tuesday coming up. We've got some really special segments and guests coming up over the next couple of weeks and months. So make sure you guys are downloading, subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, uh, Audacity, Spotify, wherever you can get your podcasts. I know there's been some problems with a couple of these sites right now. Uh, so if, you, if you're if you having trouble downloading, go to YouTube. We're, our show's on every single day at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, you can go to WFAA and check out the show. Make sure you follow Laynon on Twitter at NicoleBCB. You can follow me at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you guys next time.